Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello there, this is Megan Hillica. If you are new to Gravy Moms podcast, whether you just came across my podcast and you've been on this grief journey for a while, or you've just found me because you've just experienced the death of your child or baby, I just want to say a gentle welcome here. And I'm sorry that you are here, but I'm so glad that you found this space, especially if it's early on in your grief that you have found a place of support and help immediately. Um, right away. This is where I share tools, resources, hope, encouragement, stories, and lessons of grief and death. And I hope you can find what you are looking for here. Just a quick caveat. (laughs) There might be noises around uh, helicopters, airplanes, that kind of stuff. Um, I do have a free video called The Best Way to Ease the Pain of Grief. If you're a grieving mother, go to meganhillica.com and get access to that free video. It'll give you some direction and guidance on how in the world you are supposed to continue to live in this horrific pain. So again, welcome to this podcast and thanks for joining me here. So today's podcast is about how to let others be wrong about you. Um, (laughs) Is this hard for you? Maybe it's not hard for you, but... I want everyone to like me, to understand me, to know my reasons, why I do the things the way I do, especially when I share in a more public way, like on this podcast or on my Instagram. If you're not following me yet, go to um, at Cultivated Family and you can follow me along on Instagram, Uh, my emails or whatever I'm sharing, wherever I'm sharing, it just gets a lot more vulnerable when you are sharing publicly And I've worried a lot about how I say things and how they are said, just in case I'm misunderstood, Um, especially when there's all this, um, as a cancel culture, where it's just like you say one thing and people just jump on you. And it's like, I I just, it's very challenging, especially, you know, let's take a Instagram post, for example, there are just not enough words to fully convey an idea or a thought. And maybe you share one idea, but it doesn't mean that all the other ideas that could be possible around it are invalid. There's just not enough space to fully encapsulate the depth of that thing or idea or grief. Like grief is so multi-layered, multi-directional. It is just a huge experience that it cannot be conveyed or fully understood or expressed in even one podcast episode. That's why I have hundreds of episodes already. There are just too many layers, nuances, and experiences. And I first heard this idea about letting other people be wrong about you from Jody Moore's podcast, Better Than Happy. Um, It's been quite a while. I don't remember when it came out. But if you haven't listened to her podcast, I highly recommend it and I love her work. 
Um, anyways, anytime you do something, we can fear judgment or worry that people will take your intent wrong. People will misunderstand you. And when you're grieving, this can be magnified. Maybe you're trying to quote unquote grieve correctly, whatever that means. And you're feeling judged by the people around you. Maybe you are doing certain things, rituals or whatever surrounding your child and their death. And you fear being judged or misunderstood or labeled as crazy or like even like you feel like you're doing okay but people immediately think that you are not in the way like oh you need to go get help you need to get checked into a place because you're not doing well when you actually what you're you're experiencing is normal um and obviously i'm not to judge that it's for you to really be honest about but I've worked with many moms who this is what they were struggling with like the judgment of other people how other people are telling them to move on or others are asking them when they're going to be themselves again and it's so hard it's so hard to find what's true and right for you when you are so jumbled inside and then people around you are telling you that you're doing it wrong or you should be better or you should be doing it a certain way and it just can get so confusing when you don't even know what's right for you and other people are telling you you know you're doing it a certain way and then it it kind of adds this extra layer of suffering and judgment and shame and oh it's just so so challenging so this whole experience for me it honestly has terrified me many times. Um, like I want people to know my heart and my truth and to understand, but what if they don't care to understand? Or what if they don't want to understand? Can I be okay with that and still show up and share and do all the things that I'm doing in the way that is best for me and continue to do the best I know how? And I'd like to ask you that question. What about you? Can you show up and keep doing the things you need and want? And be okay with them, whoever them is, being wrong about you. So I want to share some ways that I found that have helped me let people be wrong about me, um, let people judge me wrong, let people misunderstand me. And I'm also telling you it's not easy. Like, it's given me a lot of anxiety over the years, and I'm learning to let go, and it's still something that I struggle with. Um, yeah, so... It's just something I, I have dealt with. So staying grounded in what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. I, of course, am going to make mistakes. I'm a human, just like everyone else. Um, so everything I'm going to do is not perfect. And I think that sometimes we can expect that of people, that we expect them to be perfect. But I am not perfect. And if I worry about everything I do as a potential for disaster or that I may offend somebody, I literally cannot put anything out there. Probably some of what I share is offensive to some people. Um, but when I know what's true for me, why I believe so much in the work I'm doing, why I believe in grieving this way and supporting people through grief in this way, I know what's true for me and I'm open to having a conversation with others who are misunderstanding me but I also don't need to change their opinions. Like, I always want to change their opinions so they, they do get it, but I don't need to. Like, 
letting it be okay that they don't they don't get it like it's just it's just an interesting um different dynamic like if they want to have a conversation to understand and discuss that's one thing but if they want to have a conversation to change my opinion I'm not so interested in it um so I try to hold that space for others too like I'm not there to change your mind or your opinion I'm here to offer information and offer ideas and resources and if this resonates with you then come along with me but I don't need to change your opinion of me even if you're misunderstanding me or are wrong about me so I did have an energy session with a lady um, when I was having a lot of anxiety um, I was telling her how anxious I was to share on Instagram and I was like what if I say the wrong thing what if I offend somebody what if I uh, you know, have horrible comments about what I shared what if people misunderstand me so I would post a post and then I'd have this horrible anxiety and I'm like is this even worth it should I even be doing this because I don't like to deal with this anxiety I don't want it <laughs> but as I was talking to her, she asked me if it would help if each time I post, if I would imagine that I was blowing a flower, um, maybe a dandelion that blows e easily and these seeds from what I'm sharing would go to plant in the people's hearts that need them. These seeds I'm sharing and giving will be understood and of support for the people who need that and are looking for that. So every time I share, I imagine what I'm sharing going to those who need it like this podcast like it is my prayer that what I share on here will go to and reach the people who are desperately searching for help and who need this kind of help so reframing my perspective and my focus has really helped me mostly let go of that anxiety and bringing me back to like who are those moms you know that I want to help Obviously, I'd want to help everybody, but I can't. And those moms who are like, they want my help from me, I guess, and focusing on them and not. So I have this image. Um, it might be a little bit. I don't know. I think of sometimes grief and grieving moms as like they're out in the waves in the ocean and they're drowning out there. And I'm going out to help them. And then these people who are on the shore hollering at me um, telling me you know what to do or I'm doing it wrong or like they're not even out there they don't understand what it's like they don't know anything and I'm worried about what they're saying if that makes sense so I'm gonna ignore the people on the shore and just get out in the water get out in the boat and get out helping these moms as much as I can so it also helps me to hear from others that they also struggle with this and that you truly cannot please everyone like even if it's in your heart to help everyone and you want everyone to like you you cannot everyone has a different path a different life experience a different lens in which they look through the world and them judging me doesn't make my way wrong or their way wrong it's just that we have different paths and ways of navigating this and the people who agree with me will understand what I'm saying Inside of grief, just knowing that people don't understand what it's like for you to have your child die, like they have no clue, absolutely no idea. They can't even possibly fathom the depth. They can try to imagine it and then you times it by like a thousand or more, but it helps to let go of their opinions of their judgment because they truly don't get it. 
they can have their opinions of how you should be doing this or what you should be grateful for or how you should be yourself already but they are not you and they certainly are not walking your path they are certainly not living your life every day they don't get it and can you just let it be at that like can you let them misunderstand you and your grief is this easy no (laughs) but it's also very important for you inside of your grief to be able to grieve in a way that you're proud of and in a way that's right for you and not because of how someone else thinks you should be grieving in a way that's similar of staying grounded in what's true for me journaling and noticing how I feel and being present in that has helped a lot so anxiety is not how I want to respond to things in my life so what I know is true for me is when I'm journaling present with how I'm feeling and I feel connected to what I'm doing then I know I'm sharing from my heart my truth and that's all I can do so say like I don't want to um, share things from a place of anxiousness or fear or worry but bringing myself back to groundedness through journaling tapping meditation um, all the things that I do helps me again focus on who I want to help and again let go of those people who are on the shore you know hollering from the shore but finally just having this deep understanding and belief and knowing that you cannot control what other people think or feel anytime you're trying to control what someone else is feeling or thinking you are going to feel anxious or angry or not yourself because you're trying to do something that is quite frankly impossible it's literally not in your control. It's, it's not even something you... It's so funny. We try to do this again and again and again. I try to do it still. Um, and we can't control people. Even our kids. We cannot control our kids, how they show up. We cannot control our spouses. We cannot control what other people think. And yet we want to. Um, like I do it too. It is just just crazy. But when I think about it too, like on the other side of it, is I judge others too. Like it's what we do as humans. And so to not have judgments from other people is kind of a crazy request. Like of course people will judge you because you judge people, right? How many times have you, like I've noticed, oh, I notice a judgment and I might be like, oh, okay, I'm going to let that judgment go because that's actually not true or whatever, question my judgment. But I have judgment just <laughs> just as much as the rest of them. So how can we expect other people to not judge us? I think in some way we all fear judgment and we all fear people not liking us. That's part of being human. But when it takes away from our ability to live our lives in the way that we are meant to or that we want to, it can become a huge problem. Or if it gets away, you know, in the way of you grieving how feels best for you. So, can you let others be wrong about you? Can you be okay with someone not understanding why you're doing the things that you do in your grief? This is the big question. Take care, my friends. See you next week. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, 
and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.